How to use Bach remedies to become a balanced leader. inspire trust, passion, and action? Welcome to the Engaging Leader Podcast with Jesse Leahy, consultant, writer, and speaker. Jesse has helped executives engage hundreds of thousands of people. Join us now for principles to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. Welcome to the show, Engagers. On our show, we talk a lot about who you need to be and what you need to do to be an engaging leader. But what if you keep catching yourself doing the wrong things? For example, you know you shouldn't practice command and control management or act like the smartest guy or gal in the room. But then at the end of another meeting, you realize you've once again taken control, made all the key decisions yourself, and stifled healthy debate. Debate. Well, today we're going to talk about what are known as the Bach remedies or Bach flower remedies, which is a natural health way to balance out some of the aspects of your personality that might be getting in the way of you being an engaging leader to help you become a more balanced leader. Joining me in the studio today is my wife, Erin Leahy. Welcome. Hi, thanks. And Erin is also on our team here at Aspendale Communications. Erin, what are Bach remedies? These are natural remedies, and they're made from the flowers of 38 different plants. This is kind of an alternative medicine approach. It's along the lines of acupuncture, homeopathy, and herbalism. So if you're more the kind that likes to just go to the family doctor and get a prescription, this probably isn't for you. But if you like to take charge of your own health, um, this is a good way to go. I would not have necessarily been paying attention to these Bach remedies. You've talked about them for years, but... You had a friend a few years ago, a mutual friend of ours, who she and her husband lost an infant son uh, who passed away at six months of age. And two or three years later, she was still stuck in severe depression. I mean, anybody would be totally broken up, but she was absolutely paralyzed in life and was dropping, still uh, not performing normal day-to-day functions. And I remember we were out of town, and so you weren't in that much contact with her. And and then you had, uh, one of the times when you had talked to her again and discovered she was still struggling with it, you suggested Bach remedies, and she made a, a, a pretty remarkable recovery almost immediately. Yeah, within a month, she went from being so depressed that she wouldn't even get out of bed until noon. She didn't cook the meals for her family. Every day, she had to decide again whether she was going to live or die. And within a month, she had really gotten back to herself. And as she says, it's not like she didn't miss her baby boy anymore. She still missed him, but it was completely different. She was able to function. She was able to find joy in the rest of her children and in just the day-to-day things of life. So that was a really remarkable turnaround. Bach remedies tend to uh, apply to different mental states or psychological states that you might get in. And so we're talking about a wide range of issues, whether it's uh, dealing with stress, um, dealing with things that can keep you from sleeping, as well as what I, as we'll get into here, and I'm most interested in talking about today, things that can actually cause you to overemphasize certain aspects of your personality. So, 
for example, I am, uh, if you look, for example, on the disc profile, I'm a, a DI, I'm a high D, very driven, dominating um, personality. On the one hand, I'm a, people would say I'm a born natural leader. On the other hand, I can have a tendency to be very intense, to make all the decisions, to push, 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 uh, bring urgency to any situation. And that can be good in some ways. It helps keep projects happening. It helps keep a focus on results. But it uh, can stifle truly exceptional leadership. It can stifle the kind of uh, talent that you want on the team around you if you are practicing that kind of command and control leadership. Yeah, and one thing that it's important to realize is that our bodies and our minds are very much interconnected. And if you can think back to a time when you maybe had the flu, your mind wasn't your usual self. I know that for me, I'm all about Um, When I kind of know that there's sickness going around, I'm like taking my vitamins and doing everything I possibly can to make sure that I'm not going to get sick. But the second I actually catch it, all of a sudden I just want to lay down and die and you couldn't get me to take a vitamin C to save my life. Um, So, you know, your mind kind of, it changes when your body isn't doing well. And so you can understand that having stress or um, kind of big life events or trauma of any kind, including minor traumas like just getting the flu or having bigger life upsets like um, a child leaving home to go away to school or get married, maybe you're moving or you've lost a parent, anything like that, are natural personality traits. So Jesse, you're a good leader, but when your body is under stress, it stresses your mind as well. And those traits of being a good leader kind of get exaggerated to a point where they're no longer helpful and they can actually create problems. So the Bach remedies are just, they're kind of bringing that mind-body balance back to a good place where the good aspects of a personality trait tend to be dominant instead of the bad aspects. One thing that would generally make me suspicious about something like this is I would feel like if I take a typical traditional pharmaceutical that is going to, let's say, tone down a certain aspect of my personality, it sounds like you're numbing that part of me. Or on the flip side, when we talked about your friend who was really stuck in severe depression, traditional pharmacy pharmaceutical, it seems like you're going to be on some kind of up, upper drug that's going to artificially give you a buzz or something like that. Um, How are these different? This is actually helping to fix what caused the problem in the first place. So, you know, there are some pharmaceuticals that you take that actually fix something that was wrong, and then you can stop taking the pharmaceutical at a certain point. But if you're on, say, Prozac, you're going to just kind of stay on that. It's not like it's fixing you, it's changing you. So this isn't something that is designed to alter who you naturally are. It's designed to just bring you back into balance and let your natural personality take over. So you had brought this up with me a few years ago after the, the situation with your friend uh, regarding the that sort of domineering uh, trait that I sometimes fall into. And I did find it helpful. Um, and then more recently, I was looking at my goals for the year, my personal goals, and seeing that yet again, I was telling myself, 
cut back on the hours that I'm working because I still seem to ha- be too grumpy or irritable with my family and even with my to a lesser extent, but it, but sometimes too with my coworkers. And I was like, how many years in a row am I going to set this goal for myself to work fewer hours? Uh, it doesn't seem to be working. And the other thing is when I do go through periods of working uh, what really should be a very reasonable number of hours, then I, I'm antsy to get back to work because I've got imp- what things that I want to make an impact on. It's not just that I'm worried about work. It's like I, I've got, I really enjoy the work. And so it, something didn't seem right. And so you and I looked at the Bach Remedies again from that perspective, and uh, you pointed out some remedies that I could try. And now it's been about two months, and I realize I could, I mean, I've had maybe two moments of feeling irritable, two or three minor moments of feeling irritable, whereas uh, an irritable is, is maybe understating it. Some, I mean, it, it that impatient attitude of life that I'm in a hurry, I got stuff to do and everybody else is um, in the way, not carrying their weight. Uh, So, but it's been a good, for the past two months, it's been much more rare for me to to experience that. Um, And it, I have no doubt it's been helping me not just be a better parent, a better father and a better husband, but a better leader because I don't that that impatience and irritability is no longer a part of my interactions with my team. So today I thought let's let's take a look at what at five leaders, uh, five remedies that a leader might might find helpful. Um, there there's 38 uh, remedies, and we'll tell you how you can find out more about the others. Um, and then we'll talk about how you can use them and how you can mix them and so forth. So the first one that we wanted to talk about is called vervain, V-E-R-V-A-I-N. Aaron, what's that for? This is for people who are really intense and they've got lots of ideas. They're going to change the world. They're going to change their company. Um, you know, they're really intense and passionate about something and they want to convince others to jump on board with them. And you know what, that's a great trait to have. But when you take it to extremes, I don't know if you have come across these people that they can't stop talking about this one thing. And they're so intense about it that they're actually they're clouding their own vision. They're not necessarily making good judgments because they're so eager to to make an impact. Yeah, and actually, it's great to have lots of ideas, but as we know, uh, a leader needs to be much more interested in understanding other people. And if you don't, if you're not interested in understanding other people, the um, neuroscience shows that you're actually preventing those people from wanting to understand you. So if all you want to do is talk about your ideas, you're actually creating resistance in other people to your ideas. So Vervain is both going to help you discover other people's great ideas, in it, but it's also going to help them truly be interested in the ideas that you have. That's right. And Vervain is actually a really good one to use in combination with our second remedy we wanted to talk about, which is impatience. It's literally made out of the impatience flowers. If you know what those are, they're very common garden flowers in the summer. And 
like its name implies, it's for those who are naturally impatient with others. You feel like others can't keep up with you. They're not going fast enough. They're not doing it well enough. Um, and interestingly, vervain and impatience can sometimes, and I would say in your case, in your particular instance, this was the case, they can complement each other really nicely because if you're very intense um, it can tend to make you impatient that things aren't happening quickly enough. People aren't understanding quickly enough. They're not acting quickly enough for you. Um, and so you may not necessarily need them both, but I think that um, a good portion of the time you they're found together. The need for them is found together in the same personality. So I just have to ask, is it just a coincidence that the flower is called impatience with an S on the end? And it's uh, an easy way to remember what this is for is if you are an impatient person. No, I don't think it is a coincidence. I think that <laughs> the, the name um, was derived from the herbal benefits of the flower. So the third remedy is vine. Right. And the vine personality is the one who's the natural leader. Um, taken to an extreme, they're dominant and they're bossy. And what Vine is going to do for that type of a personality is it's going to temper your tendency and help you instead of being pushy and demanding, which can ultimately harm your efforts and harm your team and harm the work you're trying to do. It can help you to be a good leader, to actually pull the good qualities out of the people that you're working with. Um, it, that also is good in combination with impatience, interestingly enough. Um, and by way of, of a story, our, our oldest son He's an excellent leader, very charismatic, and people kind of flock to him, and whatever idea he has is a good one, and they're going to follow him. But when he was um, a little bit younger, a few years ago, that trait in him was really pronounced in a way where he was dominant and bossy. And if you didn't think his idea was a good idea, darn it all, he was going to make you think that it was a good <laughs> idea. And he was going to put up such a fuss and make such a big deal about it that you were going to go along with him just because he wore you down. Well, as you know, that's not the good a trait of a good leader. Um, so we actually started having him take Vine, and the difference in him was remarkable. He went from being kind of hard to deal with because he so wanted his own way to where I could see in him the qualities of a good natural leader coming out to where people did flock to him because he was charismatic and um, because he could lead people to make something good happen instead of trying to force just what he wanted to happen. Hmm. Number four is oak, just like the oak tree. Right. And this is for a personality who um, is ultra responsible and they're going to work hard and get things done no matter how tired out they are, no matter how difficult it is. They're kind of dogging on. They've got a lot of mental fatigue and strain. Um, when you're under this sort of a situation, it can stifle your creativity. It can keep you from delegating to your team members because you feel like you're the only one who really can do it. And so mm. um, Oak is is a good way to kind of relieve some of that pressure, help you to take a step back and see, you know, what really are the priorities? How can I be more balanced with my time and my schedule? Where can I involve other people to pick up the slack? And number five is olive. And this is, I think it's really typical of leaders to get worn out 
you're working so hard, you've got so much on your plate um, that you just you just get tired. And at a certain point, you feel like I've got no energy. All I want to do is just sit and recover. I don't want to think about anything. I don't want to decide what I'm going to have for dinner tonight or what color of socks to wear. It's just too much. And at that point, that amount of having been worn out calls for olive. And that's for any personality type at all can benefit from that. Um, It's typical when you have been in a long project or have been caring for a situation that's required a lot of your attention for a while. Those are five remedies that can help a leader become a more engaging, more exceptional leader. As a bonus, let's talk very briefly about four remedies that can help people get a better night's sleep. Yeah, and I think I think that being short on sleep is typical of leaders as well um, for a variety of reasons. You're working long hours, but um, in your case, you lay awake at night or you wake up in the middle of the night because you've got projects that you're thinking about and, and deadlines and problems that you're trying to work through, and it's not allowing your brain to slow down and get into that deep restorative sleep that you need. And um, and that's really it's really important to get a good night's sleep from the perspective of being a good leader. That's right. So um, we already talked about impatience and vervain, and those are good uh, to help you get a good night's sleep simply because um, that's going to help that where your your mind is um, constantly thinking about whatever your pet project is. Um, it's going to kind of slow it down. Rock Rose is another remedy that can help sometimes when you have um, like a a nervousness or a feeling of being threatened. And that might be just because you have work overload or there's some sort of trouble on your team, maybe interpersonal conflicts. Um, Maybe you've got job insecurity going on for whatever reason. So anytime that you have that nervousness or feelings of being threatened, even if they're just kind of in the background there, that can help to calm those down. And then the last remedy, and you can use any of these or all of these, by the way. Um, if you're not sure which one you need, use them all. Mix them all together in a glass of water and sip on it. Um, but white chestnut is the last one, and that is when you just can't quiet your mind. You've got thoughts going around and around. You're thinking about this thing for a while, and then that thing, or maybe just one thing that, you know, a problem that you haven't solved, and it just won't quiet down. Um, white chestnut is the remedy for that. Now, how do does a person find these? Where do you buy these remedies? Well, if you have a health food store near you that sells herbs and, and vitamins and homeopathics, they will probably carry some or all of the Bach flower remedies. You can also find them online. You could just Google them, or I know that Amazon.com carries them. And since we have Amazon Prime, if I just need one remedy, I'll often go there and order it. But if I'm going to order two or more, um, the best price that I've found, and it's a good good service too, is at feelbach.com. And um, once you've paid for the shipping for the first one, they do combined shipping. And so two or three or more remedies are going to ultimately be less expensive there. These remedies, each one comes in a bottle with a dropper. Uh, so how do you use these these uh, 
dropper bottles, and what do you do with these remedies? Well, you can just follow the instructions on them. The way that we use it is we just put a drop under our tongue several times a day, maybe um, after each meal or maybe when we wake up and go to bed, if that's easier to remember. But my favorite way is to just put a drop into a glass of whatever I'm drinking. So it might be um, lemonade or water or juice or even soda. Coffee's probably not the best thing because coffee has such a strong flavor, it could actually interfere with a few of the remedies. But if coffee is all you drink, you can give it a try or just do the drops under your tongue method. But um, you are, you're sipping, if you put it in your water or whatever, you're sipping on it all day long. The Bach remedies work a little bit different than something that you would get from your doctor for, um, you know, the flu or, or what have you. Because instead of taking two twice a day, it's not how many you take, it's how often you take. You can take one drop or you can take six drops at the same time, and it's not going to affect, it's not going to act any more because you took six drops or any less because you took one drop. But um, if you take it only twice a day, it's not going to act as quickly as if you take it six times a day. So um, we just like to put it in what we're drinking and sip on it because we know that we're kind of getting the continued benefit from it. Now, because I take a few of these together that you mentioned, we got an empty uh, dropper bottle, filled it mostly with water, and then we put about four drops of each of those remedies into it. And so it's a very diluted, so the bottles that I actually bought from the store are going to last a very, very long time because I only took out four drops from each and I put it in this larger bottle that's mostly water. It's very diluted. And then my favorite way to take it, I, because I drink a lot of water, I, I drink, a, uh, generally if I'm in my office for the day, I take a 33 ounce bottle of water and I fill it up in the morning and I, I kind of sip on that all morning and then I fill it up and sip on it again all afternoon. So typically I'll drink 66 ounces of water. And so at the, every time I fill that up, I take my dropper bottle that's diluted and uh, mixed and diluted, and I put about three or four drops in this big bottle. So, and then I'm kind of sipping on that all day. Yep, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, the dilution does not matter. That's why it's okay to put it in a little cup of tea or in a great big bottle of water or Gatorade or whatever. Um, but it might be a little complicated for people just starting to get into it to kind of mix their own dropper bottle. So don't feel like you have to do that. You can just use them straight out of the bottles. And um, actually, if you want to get a custom mixed bottle, where, like Jesse's talking about, where you have, say you've got four remedies and they're all just mixed together in the same bottle, feelback.com will do that for you. They have an option to create a custom mixed bottle. And they have some that are just already mixed. For example, uh, they've got like a, a sleep mixture. You could just get that. They do, although they actually have three different sleep mixtures. <laughs> and you may or may not be getting the right one. But it is helpful to read the descriptions and kind of see whether that sounds like what your trouble sleeping is. So basically, you typically will just self-diagnose yourself. You'll, you read these yeah. the descriptions and just say, yeah, that does sound like me. Or if you've got somebody that knows you well, like a spouse, um, then he or she can help you. Yeah, that's I would say that's you. And then try it and see if it works. Yeah, and th that's one of the things that I really like about the Bach Remedies. There's only 38 of them. There's nothing in them that can harm you. You cannot overdose on them, which 
you know, as a, as a parent or somebody who is, you know, just getting into this and worried about making a mistake, if it's a remedy you don't need, it simply will not affect you. If it's a remedy that you do need, it will help you in a good way. So, so it's not like going to the pharmacy and, and just take picking off medicines from the shelf and trying one and and because right. that'll obviously right. or even hurt you. herbs yeah and there are some herbs that if you don't know what you're doing and you take them you know you might take too much and it might make you not feel very good or, or give you a belly ache or whatever but um, that's the nice thing about the way that these back flower remedies are prepared is that they cannot hurt you if you take too much or take the wrong one it's more like food. I mean, they're made from flowers and other plants, so it's kind of it like is. it's like if you're eating, eating too a, much broccoli, right? Yeah, yeah. You're it's or or I, you know, I, what I needed was broccoli today. I didn't really need carrot, but it's not going to hurt me to eat a carrot. It's just it's just food. Exactly. Aaron Leahy, thanks for joining us on Engaging Leader to talk about how to use Bach remedies to become a balanced leader. You're welcome. All right, engagers, we've been talking about five remedies that. You might find helpful as a leader, vervain, impatience, vine, oak, and olive. And if you go to our show notes on engagingleader.com, we will list those for you, provide quick descriptions, and we'll provide some links so you can learn more about those five, as well as all 38 of the Bach flower remedies. While you're on the show notes page, you can engage with us by providing your thoughts or questions in the comments section or by clicking the red send voicemail button. You can also engage with us at facebook.com forward slash engaging leader or on Twitter where I am at Jesse Leahy. This is a production of Asmodale Communications, a consulting firm that specializes in workforce communications. My colleagues and I partner with midsize and large employers to attract top talent, engage employees, and deliver superior business results in several areas, including talent management, workforce health engagement, benefits and compensation, business transformation, and more. Find us at AspendaleCommunications.com. Our thanks to Joe Sherwood, our producer, Tom Hitchcock, our programming director, Cecily Leahy, our web intern, Rick Terrence, our announcer, and Max Brody, who composed our theme music. Until next time, remember, you are always communicating and leading. Let's make the most of each opportunity to engage the people we care about.